The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Hello and welcome. This is New York Talk. Um, maybe not a fun one, this one, but I'm sure it will be um, worth listening. I'll argue with you to be hilarious. Um, we've got the 4-2 defeat to Fleetwood to talk about. And then we've got to look ahead. Saturday, Tuesday game again with us. Saturday, Tuesday, we go, go away to Lincoln City on Tuesday night following their 5-1 win away at Cambridge on Saturday. So... That could be a fun one. Uh, we have a full house again. Mick, Ben, and Danny are with us. Thank you for joining us, boys. No worries. Hello again. Um, yeah, it was a 4 2 loss. Not a great day. Let's start. Let's get straight in with some fan questions. Let's, let's let that guy <laughs> this. Uh, uh, Ian Brenner's on Twitter um, asks uh, One is Stephanie refusal to change shape even when we're getting battered. Chio and Sadler aren't wing backs, can't defend. Harden didn't know what day it was yesterday, and this is largely due to the system employed. Mick, let's start with the general question before we get more specific. Is the, is the system the reason we looked bad yesterday, or was it other problems? I think I think it's one of the problems, yeah, definitely. Uh, because whoever that ginger lad was up front for them, I can't remember his name now. Callum Morton. Um, he, he just ran, he ran all of them ragged. Um, so, yeah, I think that was an issue yesterday, definitely. Um, he, he was. He got some pace. Uh, he was. He, he just dragged them all over the place. Uh, and unfortunately, like Ian said, there, you know, I mean, Chio, Chio defensively is a lot better than I anticipated he would be. But he is an attacking player at the end of the day. Sadly, uh, he's not a defender. He's not a wing back. He, he, he doesn't know how to defend. It's not in his game. And um, well. Of course, he knows how to defend. He's a professional footballer, but you know what I mean. It's not part of his yeah. game. So consequently, it left the back three isolated to deal with to deal with the pace that that ladder got up front, um, and they didn't deal with it very well. Um, I think they could have done a lot better. Um, I suspect uh, Wes Harding's maybe suffering from a bit of jet lag or something because he simply wasn't on his game yesterday at all. Um, he's certainly at fault for the first goal. Um, yeah, it, it it needed it needed a change. It needed a change, um, and unfortunately, we didn't get it. Did we? No, we did, I like, didn't I like, we? What? I thought we did get a change in formation with three strikers on pitch. At the very very end, when we were already four two down, we went three four three, which we'll come on to because I don't I didn't like that either. We'll come on to that. <laughs> <laughs> um, three at the back. Then it's worked quite well in the past. Let's. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. It worked pretty well in the championship. Defensively, we were pretty sound. And for the five five games up to this one, six or seven if you include the cup games, it's worked all right. Do you think it was just a one-off and this is a bit of a knee-jerk reaction from everybody? Or yeah. do you think there has been cracks showing in the past few weeks? No. I think I think, I think you play three at the back, so you're always going to get cracks showing. But we've... Um... <laughs> 
That's that's mad. Uh, but they've got we've got the attacking players to make up for it. I think yesterday they scored an amazing free kick, and I think they had a good number nine had a very good game. I I didn't see the problem with their second was it third goal. The first one it was like a maybe offside. It wasn't offside. That was their second goal. It was yeah. That was a well timed run. That's a good goal. Their free kick, good goal. Their number nine's goal, good goal. Like, you know what I mean? They're good goals. Yeah, maybe could defend a little better, but they're good goals. They're not anything to do with the system. Their number nine's a very, very good player. And he had his way with us. Uh, so I don't think it's system. Um, I just, I don't know what it was. We just went on our game. We scored from two set pieces, uh, which is not good. But... Yeah, I think everyone's overreacting and everyone, like I always say, likes to get the football manager head on. We should have done this, we should have done this, we should have done this. Whatever. You're not a football manager, so just keep it. <laughs> okay. I suppose one point, Danny, could be that, yes, I, I, 352 does work. We've shown it does work. But maybe there could be a bit more flexibility. We don't have to go 352 all the time. Yesterday was a prime example. Whereas if we'd if, if they'd done homework, which I assume they did, Three five two wasn't going to work because of where Morton plays. That's I, I've seen play. If I've been aware of him before, that's what the type of player he is. Maybe yesterday shouldn't have been three five two. Maybe we could have mixed it up a bit. Yeah, we could have done it. I mean, uh, we were after Callumore. Is it Callumore? Mm. Yeah, we were yeah. after him on deadline day, but he went to Fleetwood for more game time. So that must be a bit of a kick in the teeth that he's come here straight after and then scored. Um, but I, I do think with. with Three five two. It does have its disadvantages, but if you've been training to play that way, with with them, how do I put it? With them, not little interest zone, but you like that's your way you're going to play. So you don't really focus on all the formations. Mm. You know, it's like this, this is the way we're going to play and we're going to do it well. But I think yeah, yesterday I think it was a case of not enough players were on the game. It's like you could say Harding was a bit at fault for the first goal because he wasn't strong enough and he tried to dive into their player instead of trying to stand him up in the box. Um, I still don't know how he scored that first goal because the angle was so tight yeah. and he somehow squeezed him. Like Ben says, we scored from two set pieces. It's quite funny that Morton went down for a penalty and then we went up the other end and got our own. <laughs> um, but yeah, their, their second ball, their second goal, you could say it, it might have been offside's might have not, but the defence didn't react quick enough. But I think they were so set on it, we were offside, we just didn't react quick enough. And then that's another exploit of three five two. Those three back, the three mm. defenders, if there's no cover on the wings, he's gone. And if you think he's offside and he's not, then you have to get back yourself. And that's a disadvantage. Um, <clears throat> but I think the overreaction of, oh, the system's not worked at all, we need to change it ASAP, everyone go back to four four two. you know, the pro- proper football as they say. <laughs> you have to look at 3-5-2. We've just battered Donny 6-0 playing 3-5-2. Then it comes up against Fleetwood and might be a little bit of a hangover from beating Donny by so much. I'm not sure, but 3-5-2 didn't work yesterday. And like I say, right at the end, we changed it to 3-4-3, but that's a different kettle of fish that I didn't, I didn't like us playing like that either. No. Um, just on the fan question, Andrew Twit- Williams asked the same question. Thinks they need to change the system. The formation works well when we're sitting back with actual wing backs. Fleetwood got our number yesterday, pulled our back three apart, which they did come on time and time again with no protection, essentially playing without full backs. And that's like you've mentioned, Mick. And this is this is one criticism I have of the system is if you're going to play the system, you need to play wing backs. You've got to play with wing backs. If you don't play wing backs against a better team, which Fleetwood turned out to be. We were so exposed down the wings. I don't. I, don't, I say I think Chio played quite well yesterday. To be fair, attacking wise, I thought both wingers played quite pretty well. I thought sadly it caused them a lot of problems, but the the space it creates and sadly has just played against Donny on Tuesday in a central role and was outstanding. And then we took him back out wide, where he's clearly not favoured as a wing back role. There's got to be questions asked about this, the team selection in general yesterday. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Um, I think you're probably right. I don't. I, I don't know whether he's trying to, trying to get Kieran Sadlier back into back into some sort of match fitness and, and, and give him a run in the team. I don't know. Um, but it's, it's all hindsight, isn't it? You know, it's, it's very, very easy here to sit here now after the game and say that we should have played proper wing-backs. We should have played um, Matic and, 
Um, and, and maybe Wes Harding at wing back and put Reg in, Reg in the centre. It's easy to say that now, you know, because we know we we now know um, what sort of form their their front to front players were, were in. Now they beat us four two. So yeah, I mean, for me, you know, if if we keep the ball, then they they their front two can have as as good a game as they want. They ain't going to be doing anything, are they? And we did not keep the ball yesterday at all. I thought the midfield three um, of Lindsay, and this is controversial, and people are going to people are going to jump all over me for this. I thought that Wiles, Lindsay, and, Bar- and um, Rathbone were poor. They had some nice touches at times, particularly Rathbone had some lovely touches at times. But as, as in terms of having an effect on the game, none of them did. None of them. Um, but was that was that their fault? Or was that the fact they got completely bypassed by the long ball? Well, that's all we did all game. Uh, no, I don't remember that. I mean, I know it's it's all over. I know everybody's talking about so all over it on social media, saying we were long ball, long ball, long ball. That that is not a memory of mine from yesterday. That it was particularly any different to the way that we normally play. I, I don't remember that. And if if it, if it, if that's the case, then that's the case. I'll stand corrected. Um, but you know that. I don't know. I don't know. It, it was just so many players not on their game yesterday. No, in fact, nobody was on the game. Nobody, not not a single one of the eleven. Um, and as a consequence, there's nobody there to pull it all back together again. Um, it was just an overall poor performance. Yes, you can argue that tactically it, it wasn't it wasn't right as well, and tactically we didn't change it. So not only did none of the players have a good game, neither did the management team either. Mm. Yeah, and the, the thought I had, when we see start 11 yesterday, I was quite happy with it because it looks attacking, it looks positive. But uh, 11 of those players on Tuesday night had a really, really, really good game. And the ones that shone brightest didn't play. I'm thinking Barlazer, for example. Greg, I, I sort of understand Greg, but I thought Greg were outstanding as well. And we didn't play basically any of the top performers from Tuesday night into Saturday. So then you lose that momentum. Any momentum that you've built up from Tuesday night, you lose the vast majority of it because those players didn't play. And again, with hindsight, that game was crying out for Barlazer. Yeah, it was. I think, excuse me, I think he was uh, introduced too late in the game. I think as soon as you, as soon as they drop, bring it back level, or just as they've got in in front, we need to go right. We need to start switching on here, and then you need that's when you need to get your Barlazer and, and your Will Grigg on. I mean, all right, fair enough. Edmunds Green came on for Woody because he cramped up. So mm. why aren't we making a, a, a three substitution all at once? Because then it, it, it'll confuse Fleetwood like they just brought Fleet players on. How are they going to play now? You know, because mm. if you just bring what like we brought two on at once and then we brought Grigg on, and I thought Grigg, Grigg and Barley should have come on at the same time because then it's a different option up front and a different option in midfield. Now you can say he brought Rathbun off for Barlazer because he might be saving Rathbun for Tuesday. But he was the best out of the three midfielders. Like Mick says, they were they were off it, all three of them. Like we Rathbone, you could say they were maybe tied from Tuesday or whatever. But I said this to a few people around me. I don't think Wiles was man of the match. Like, bless him, but he wasn't. You know, him and Lindsay were quite poor, really. So I think one of the best players was Chio. Mm. You know, and distribution out wide was, was quite poor for midfield. So then we sort of went back to defence and then went out wide. And then it, they just overcrowded us. And I think long and short of it is they just outdid us tactically. That, mm. that, that's, all, that's all I can say. They've, they've outdone us tactically and they've really pulled our shorts down and smacked our ass, really. <laughs> By putting four yeah. pastors. Yeah, you brought Wiles up. So let's have a quick chat on Wiles because centre of a lot of attention yesterday. I, I, same, as, I, same as you guys, I don't think that the midfield was very good. I don't think Wiles had a bad game. I, I don't think he was terrible. I just don't. I just think he was ineffective, and then when he didn't get took off, Ben, people weren't were happy. I get that because you're taking Rathbone off, and Wiles has been much more ineffective. But Wiles then improved. Wiles was one of the few players that improved after the substitutions. Then he got man of the match. I think it's important to point out that people didn't boo Ben Wiles; they booed the sponsors' decision to give him man of the match. But I can see that that should, obviously shouldn't happen. Um, it was you shouldn't boo while players play on the pitch. Ideally, Ben, talk me through. What are your thoughts on, oh, yeah. on all that? First of all, who else is going to get it? 
Tell me who played that played well that deserved to get man of the match. Chio. I can't think Possibly Chio, but yeah, it was isolated, wasn't it? Possibly. Uh, but uh, people saying, oh, well, I should have come off. You don't. This is I, the big problem I have with it is don't know what the game plan was, don't know what they've been asked to do, and you don't know what he's seen on the field that's made him not take Wiles off. When he didn't, whoever he brought off, Wiles improved then after. Is that because of what he saw and then knew that if I bring, is it Barlasa? It was Barlasa, weren't it? Oh, that's or, a good one, it? yeah. Yeah, it was Barlasa. Yeah. So maybe he put Gabby Barlasa on or something where you want Barlasa and Wiles on because Wiles improved. So you have no idea. It's hard to fix that if you don't know the game or what they've seen because you just you don't know. So I think it's really hard. I think, so I think the crowd for whatever annoyed at that is uh, funny. Funny. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I don't go to Mayweather's uh, boxing gym and have a go at him when he makes a decision because I have no idea what he's doing. We have no idea what football manager is. You can't tell an expert to his job. Yeah, but you, you can. You, we can see as fans, as uneducated fans. Like, let's be fair. That's what we are. We're not. We're not. We're not, we're not, we're not professionals. Yeah. Uneducated fans. But football is not a complicated sport. <laughs> <laughs> Football's not complicated, is it? It's a pretty it simple sport. Level. It's it not, is, is it? In, in, ter- in terms of watching it, it's not. It's not that difficult. You can see what a plan. So why, why? Why isn't everyone at that level then? Why? Is, why can't an average Joe? Why, why are managers usually 30, 40? Why can't some average Joe go and manage? Because it's a hard sport. Every sport that is professional is hard. It's not as easy as it looks. As It's it's not as easy as it looks for the fans. There's so many different things. Because if it was easy, everyone would be at that level. That's why they get paid so much money in the Premier League and it goes down because it's such a hard sport. What I mean is that it's very obvious when there is a problem. And it's, it, for, for me, it was obvious yesterday the there was a problem with the midfield. The problem was there was lack of energy, which Rathbone brings you. There's a lack of willing to try and win the ball, which Rathbone brings you. There's a lack of trying to move the ball forward, which Rathbone gives you. Now, we're all big when Ben Wiles fans. Ben Wiles can do that, but he didn't do that yesterday. So to take, to take Rathbone off, to take the only person in the team, I'm not saying he was outstanding, but it was the only person in the team that had the energy and burst and burst forward. So why would you take him off? That doesn't make any sense to take him off. It's all right saying there's a game plan, but the game plan then didn't work. The changes he made did not improve us any way, shape or form. I don't agree with that, Pat. I don't agree with that at all. Because, yeah, you're right, Rathbone is the, was the player that we're trying to burst forward and trying to get the ball forward. It wasn't working. We, were getting the, we weren't getting the ball forward. We weren't feeding the strikers. So what he's done is he's taken him off and brought another option on in Dan Barlazer to try and get the ball forward a different way, to try and introduce a different option. Into, well, then into you're taking the... one option away for another option. If you keep, if yeah, you keep that going on, you've then got two options. You've got two people trying to do two different things that can then right. work. But then, but then you lose that bite in midfield. You've got only you Jamie Lindsay. You've only got Jamie Lindsay, Jamie Lindsay then looking to break play down in midfield. So it's a different option. He's tried a different option. And yeah, you could argue either way. Yeah, all right. You could argue what you just said there. But it's, it's, it's tried a different tactic. That's, that, that, that for me, it's, it's, I don't have an issue with it. I don't. I genuinely don't have an issue with that substitution. I don't. It's, a, it's just trying a different tactic for me. That's my view. Yeah, fair enough. I, I can't, I, I, yeah. Danny, what are your thoughts, mate, on that, on the... Midfield changes and people that were in there. You're on mute, mate. <laughs> Sorry, I don't want you to hear me eating. Whilst you, whilst you, you lot are debating, I'm just going to enjoy my time in curry. Um, but with with, with midfield, like like you say, Lindsay offers that bite in midfield. Wales is very good when he's on his game. Then so is Rathburn and Barlazer. But like, like you say, if you've got two two ways to play, it confuses the opposition. But at the same time, for the majority of the game, the system we were trying to employ with Rathbone wasn't working. Now, was Rathbone impeding Wiles and that's why he improved when Rathbone came off? Or does Wiles play better with the distribution of our laser? We have to, to keep an eye on that for the majority of the season, or for the rest of the season, sorry. Because I don't think you could... 
I, I, don't, I don't know. It's weird. Like last season, it was like Wiles and Barlazer couldn't play either side of each other because mm. they're both distribution and on the ball players. But now that Barlazer sits a little bit deeper in midfield, they seem to play together because Barlay is able to distribute it a bit further behind. But with Rathbone, he's, he plays in front, so he's able to charge it forward. Now, call me, call me controversial, but if people are so upset with the system, with the system we play, and we decide to change the system, why it would be better going for a midfield diamond? You know, with whoever on whoever on the wings, one attacker in front, Barlazer at the back, that could work. But because we seem to be set on three-five-two, which does have its advantages and disadvantages. It allows you to play with three in midfield, but which three in midfield is what we debated last time, and it's <laughs> quite a, quite an hard job. But it, I, w- I want to see Rathbone and Barlazer on the pitch together for, for the majority of the game and see if we can play two systems. If we can play two systems in a game, we'll sweep someone by out of many. But I think just to take one system off just to play another system, you sh- you shouldn't really have to do that you should be able to go right that well we can play both systems but this is one focusing on and then if that don't work right we're going to play to that system instead of having to switch it up to do that if that makes sense mm. yeah because when we have off we lost the link between the midfield i know there wasn't much of a link anyway but when wrath went off the, the link between the midfield and attackers was literally non-existent it, it resulted it, it, if it wasn't long ball before then it was long ball after that i know we were three or four two down at the time and i accept we've got to go a bit more direct but this is another point to come on to make. When we are losing, and this is a, this is a something we've talked about in the past, to go three four three to bring Grig on that late, it just instilled panic in, in us. We we didn't really look like there was an idea. It then it then became very 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 direct. Now I see what he's doing, trying to trying to do that, but it didn't improve us. It didn't improve the way we were playing. And I saw right saying, yeah, I tried something different. We've done this before. And it's not whenever one tries to change the formation when we're chasing the game, it never ever improves us. That's one area. There's not many areas I, I we will I will criticize Warning for, but when we are losing and chasing the game, that's an area I think we seriously need to improve. Yeah, yeah, possibly. But we we create plenty of chances. I mean, Freddie <laughs> missed missed a target three or four times in that last um, last sort of twenty what minutes. Area shots, weren't they? they, were, oh, they yeah, were, they were. Yeah, I mean, listen, that's not a criticism. I'm not sort of yeah. saying oh, he's, he's rubbish. But what I'm saying is, we did create some chances at that point. And so, yeah, it didn't work because we didn't score any goals. But we did create some chances. So had those goals gone in, it would have been a different story. We'd have been singing the praises, you know what I mean? So it, it's a fine line, isn't it? You know, it's a fine line because Freddie hits a target twice and scores, which is four apiece, and, and we've, we've pulled it out of that bag. And, and Warren's a tactical master genius. Yeah, it's such... It's such like Ben said, it's it's such a technical, difficult job um, when when you when you actually break it down. That none of us, none of us on here, and none of us on social media telling everybody what should be done has got the first idea how to actually do that job um, in, in reality, because there's so many variables in there. Um, no, it didn't work. You're right. It didn't. Did it smack a desperation? You know, when you bring three strikers on, when you two goals down with 20 minutes to go, does it matter if you're Pep Guardiola or or Johnny Smith who, who, who manages Red Lion at Thorpe Esley? You're all the same. You're on the same boat. You're two, nil down, you're two goals down with 20 minutes to go. You, it smacks a desperation, yeah. Sometimes you're lucky, sometimes you're not. We weren't yesterday. So, well, it's so easy to sit here and criticise, isn't it? So, so easy. Um you know, and uh, yeah, it's, I, and I find it, I, I, I just find it sickening, really. Sometimes it will be so interesting to see people who, and the ones as well that saw him turn through and he dip into his pocket. You go and five, you will you go be a millionaire, right? And then go buy a football club, and then let's see who's dipping into the pocket to buy players because I bet you're not, right? And I'll. I, It'd be so interesting to see them sit in a room or be at the training ground for a week and sit in the game plan room just to hear how they think. And I guarantee they would not ever criticise them again. I, I think... I think, I think well, you've got, you've got to bear in mind that these people make the mistakes 
And Paul won with oh, the first yeah. one well, to admit. Well, well, he said after the game yesterday it was his worst performance of the season. And no doubt they'll be, as we speak now, I imagine he'll be thinking about the game, thinking about what went wrong, where it can improve. What we'll, we'll be doing exactly what we're doing, won't he? He'll be talking about the game, looking at it. He clearly has much better knowledge than us at football. That goes without saying. But it's still issues that we can see. There's still issues on the pitch that we can see as non-professionals. There are parts of it that are very obvious with a problem. Now, he's got to, he, not, not only has he got to identify the problem, he's got to fix the problem. We can just talk about it and identify it. Um, we can't identify it because we don't know what the game plan was. So we don't know what went wrong. Well, we know what went wrong. We were rubbish. Why? 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 Because of all the problems we've just gone through, because the, the, the way we played wasn't right. The fact that we allowed that Callum Morton to completely rip us apart. The, the player who we tried to sign, so, so we, we, we should know if, if, like Danny says, we tried to sign this geezer, we should know his, his strengths and attributes. Then, so that's that, that's again a question on setup. If we know he can do that type of thing, so he, if he ran Woody ragged yesterday, we all know how good Woody is, but we all know he's got his problems. Was was it right to start Woody in that game because he did run him ragged when it changed to Icky when Reg came? I thought Reg were brilliant, he was one of the few players that were, I, 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 think, I don't think he put a foot wrong. He stepped out of defence a couple of times. I was very, very impressed with Reg yesterday. Should we have started with that? I know this is all hindsight, but we're saying it's hindsight because we didn't know how good Callum Morton was. Paul Warren did because he tried to sign him. So that's a question mark there. He might have played crap all season or he might have done certain things to make one think that he should start one and then done the complete opposite in games. You don't know because you're not studying him. You're not it's it's impossible. It really is impossible. I, I think ultimately it, but it's impossible. I think ultimately that's that's probably the only question that arises at yesterday. You know, we we know that that was the key to the game. It was the key to the whole game when you when you when you break it down. The fact that they got in behind our defence so many times and we knew the capability of that player. Had we nullified that by by altering the defensive setup right from the start, then we wouldn't be having this easy. conversation. No, I get that. No, I get this. Well, that's no, that's their job, that. isn't it? Yeah, but, okay, that. right, that's fine. That's fine. Let's say, uh, uh, man, you were going to play Barcelona, right? Or uh, PSG now, right? They're trying to stop Messi. They could study Messi, know what good he, how good he is, and then stop him. No, is it because good players have. A plan and then a counter plan to counter your plan. Yeah, but and that's why I think Morton did. He's a League One professional footballer. It's not Leo Messi. He's got limitations. He's not probably. It's probably as better than Leo. He's going to play in Premier League, I think. But that be yeah. It's it's still professional football. It's not Sunday League under sixes. You know what I mean? It's not that easy. It is interesting that he went to Fleetwood for game time instead of instead of coming to us. So clearly, he thought mm. he wouldn't he wouldn't get in in front of our strikers, which I don't know if that says more about him personally or uh, or his parent club. But he's, he's gone to Fleetwood, and we and we must have looked at him at least at least once. We must have looked at him and gone right. How does he play? Right, okay. Oh, now we played him on Saturday. So you 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 have to know that like, that's how he's going to play. So you set up to try and nullify that. Yes, you're right. He will probably have a counter plan to come round it. But long and short is Fleet would have done us tactically by playing around our back three. Mm. Morton didn't play around our back three. He was just the figurehead of, who ran them ragged so they could get it out wide and then just play around us. Because three, three of their four goals came from open play. All right, their third goal was absolute blinder of a free kick. Don't quite know why our fans clapped it. It wasn't that good, you know. <laughs> um but they've they've played they've played rounders and scored three goals from open play. But the only way they we could score was from set pieces. We scored from a, a long throw and Smith header and then a penalty. So they were better on the ball than us. That's that's end that's end of it really. They were just better on the ball. Mm. They, they knocked it about better than us. They were more efficient playing forward passes and they played round our defence and they scored. Granted, each goal has its own separate issues into why it's created a scoring chance. But they've just outdone us tactically. That's that you, we could argue all, yeah. all day about how we could have improved, but they've just for me they've just outdone us. Just mm. outdone us. So you've got Simon uh, Grayson. They've got one of the, one of the most experienced managers in the league. One, aren't they, Mick? Yeah, that's exactly. You just yeah, that's exactly what I'm going to say. 
<laughs> exactly what I was going to say. You know, you know, it's not as though again you're not playing Johnny Smith, Red Lion manager. Are you? you know, I mean, you're playing somebody who's got vast, vast experience at virtually all levels of football. Um, so, but that's it's no excuse. It's no excuse. You know, um, it's no excuse that the, the I mean, the, the fourth goal would offside by well, not a country mile, but it was so. Have obvious, you watched it back? Ridiculous. Yeah. I'm not the the whoever is the fact I think it might be where's Icky or was on and Reg probably he, he looks deep. You can't see probably yeah. this angle, but he looks quite deep. I'm not I'm not sure he hasn't played him on. He looks deep because he stood right next to the player. No, it's the guy yeah. that's at the far side. Right, well, camera. I don't know. The camera is not amazing, but anyway. No, but 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 where where I was sat was bang banging line with it. Absolutely banging line. So, but it, it's irrelevant. It's irrelevant. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, that, that side of it. So, let's talk about a couple more issues, a couple more things, and then we'll um, crack on with other stuff. Um, Lewis Mason asked about subs. He said, "Thinks uh, think a question has to be about the subs made one made yesterday because he's never seen such bad ones." There were questions on all of them. The last, well, the last one I'm going to talk about, about Ben. Ben, just, just hang on, Ben. Got a question coming. We've got the the what we've talked about the the Rathbone one. We've talked. I'm not going to cover that again. My question is the Will Grigg one. Now, it didn't work for Freddie yesterday. It didn't work for a lot of players yesterday, but it didn't work for Freddie at all yesterday. Grigg should have come on, like Danny says. I agree with Danny 100%. Grigg should have come on at the same time as everybody else. We left that Grigg substitution too late. And when he came on, he again, he improves us. Me? You think it's me? Yeah, you're Ben, aren't you? I, yeah, I didn't hear you say Ben. I... I don't. I don't want to talk about tactics because I have no idea. I have no clue whatsoever. This is not a tactics what, what... question. I'm wait, asking whether you thought Grig should have come on earlier because when he came on, he improved us and Freddie was ineffective all game. I, I don't know what Freddie was asked to do, so I can't. Did Grig improve us? You don't know what Freddie was asked to do. It like it. Well, okay. So if Grig improved us, <laughs> should he have come on earlier? I don't. Yeah, maybe in hindsight, yeah, but you don't know yeah, what Freddie was asking to do. Yeah. You, don't, you don't know what Freddie was asked to do. You don't know how well he did it. You don't know what Grig was asked to do. He looked like he did it well from a fan's perspective, but that means nothing. That's all I want. But I want. I want a fan's perspective, Ben. Yes, I, I thought Grig played well when he came. <laughs> I don't on. know why you made that so difficult. It's impossible to answer the question. Of course, it's a joke. In hindsight, of course he could. This is the stupidest thing ever. Of course he should have. But Freddie goes and scores four, then no, he shouldn't have come on earlier. Do you know what I mean? We record this podcast in hindsight. That's what we do. We've got to look back at the game and see what happens, see what we think did well and what didn't go well. That's the whole point of what we're doing, Ben. Then, yeah, we should have come on. Uh, Mick should have started again. Again, that's that's that is a more difficult oh. question because you don't know how fit Grig was. But again, he, he was better than Freddie on Tuesday. And, and this, I'm certainly not going to slit one if this one, but you could have argued Grig could have started. Yeah, you could, and you can argue the other way as well. So that's that's really that in it. You know, you 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 love fifty percent people down on one side. 50, well, no, probably not. You know, you'll have a, a number of people down on one side and a number of people down on the other side of the argument. Um, yeah, he could have done. We lost four two, so maybe he should have done. But what, what, what? I mean, what's you know, yeah, what, what's, what's the, what, what do you do? You know, he's made his decision, uh, and he's put his trust in Freddie um, to, to partner Smith. Um, Freddie, like much like a lot of the rest of the team, were, were, were really anonymous, pretty much. For most of the game, um, and when he did get his opportunities, he didn't take them. Unfortunately, that's how it is. That's life. Uh, it's the life of a striker, isn't it? You know, uh, certainly at League One level. So yeah, he, he, maybe he should have started Will Grigg. But let's just bear in mind that this is the, not the Will Grigg that was going against Man City. This is the Will Grigg that's been sat on bench at Sunderland and not even on the bench at times for over over the full season. You know, is is he really? fit enough to start yeah. uh, you know so it will be and, and I'm sure he'll be a key player for us this season uh, because I, I to be fair before I start the podcast I did check and I think we've got still got over 40 games to play this season um, which which is a bonus you know what I mean so, and, and unfortunately as a, a bit of a spoiler alert we will lose some of those games 
Yeah, we will. Hopefully not. Well, not in that manner again, because that well, was. Well, you would manner. you would hope not. You would hope that we will have learned from that, wouldn't you? Um, mm. But you know, time will tell. Yeah, well, it's, it's another home defeat, but I say another home defeat, Danny. But what I'm, 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 I mean that in the sense of the last two or three seasons, our home form. Let's forget COVID for a minute because that's a weird season. The season before that, our home form when we got promoted, if we didn't have, if, we, if our away form weren't the best in the league, we'd have finished. We'd end up finishing mid-table. We've, I don't know what it is. It's one of those strange things that's impossible to put your finger on it. But there is a problem with us playing at home over the past few seasons. I think one thing it could be, this is going to sound a bit controversial, but one thing it could be is uh, the impact of fans. <clears throat> because because if you, if you just take this season as like its own entity, we haven't scored at all in front of the North Stand in the league. It's always been in front of the South Stand. The only goal we've scored in front of our fans, if you like, is sadly his free kick. Now, is that because we get on at the players too quickly and we're too knee-jerky towards them? Or... Is it because, <clears throat> I don't know, some of the players thrive off us making noise and we don't make a lot of noise unless we're winning two or three now? It, it's, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm guilty of it. You, sometimes you have a knee-jerk reaction, you get on at players, but sometimes, like, I'll take a little credit, bit of credit for this and took me own on, but when Freddie sliced his, his shot and like he hit it with left side, outside of his mm. left boot and it went wide from a very scorable position... I jumped up and shouted at him, Freddie, you're meant to be a striker. Your job is to score. And then his next shot, we're on target, and it were a brilliant save. So <laughs> so, 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 so sometimes it works, but sometimes we do get very knee-jerk, like, like Ben Wiles winning man at match. Mm. Why why boo someone for winning man at match? Fair play to him. The sponsors have thought he was the best lad on the pitch. Fair enough. You don't boo him because you don't think he's man of the match. You know, you say to your mate, you say to your mates next to you, "Oh, I didn't think he deserved that." You don't boo it. You know I, I mean? I've got an apology to make on that. To be fair, um, apology to all right-thinking Rotherham fans, really, because my generation of of parents have have kind of seemed to have bred a generation <laughs> of people who, who don't know how to lose. You know, what we did was we sent them all to school. We gave them all a medal for coming to school with the shoes on right feet. Um, and, and now, you know, we don't know how to lose. You know, it's not fair. We're not, we're not going to have competition. We're not going to have competitive games at, at under eight level, under seven, under le- whatever level, because we don't want people to actually win or lose. And, and, and I genuinely believe that we've created a generation, and it's a specific generation and age group of people who genuinely don't know how to lose. And when it does happen, they have no... They don't have the tools to deal with it. They just don't have the mental capacity and tools to deal with it. And what you see is what we get now, that that sort of reaction, which is an absolutely disgraceful reaction for Ben Wiles, for that lad who's who's doing his absolute best for our team, you know, and and, and to hear that for him must 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 be awful, you know, but we don't bother about that because we're not getting what we want. And and it, I find it I found it absolutely outrageous, I really really do. But you know it's a consequence, and we all said this. Matt, you and I were involved in coaching kids at, at seven and eight years old, and there were no league tables, there were no winners, there were no losers, and we talked about this at the time. That people have got to learn how to lose. Kids have got to learn how to lose. This is more important than learning how to win. And we've got a generation now who don't, and the consequence of it is stupidity, like we saw yesterday. Ben Wiles has, you know, um, uh, man of the match award, which was wrong. I agree. I don't agree. It weren't man of the match, but that that reaction, and then the reaction you get on social media about, you know, sack him, sack them, sack her, sack it, all this nonsense. You know, I mean, change this, change other. That's what you get. So from from a boomer parent, I apologise to every right thinking person for the reaction of some of these. Yeah, people. People. Keep it PG, mate. Yeah, I I sort of wonder why they still do sponsors about the match and announce it because it causes nothing but problems, doesn't it? It just causes. I I like on on Twitter they do the poll after the game, which I think is a good idea because I I think it's good to have fans debating things such as that. But to have a sponsors about match and announce it during the game when you lose when you've lost the game, what's the point? Because it's just going to annoy people. 
Especially well, games like that. It's, it's stupid. It runs all the way to UEFA. I mean, media vote for Ballon d'Or. So, what's, it's stupid. Yeah. It's the stupidest st- thing. It's the stupidest thing. I might be wrong, mate, but you'll you know better than this. They used, used to do sponsors man at match, but they used to vote after the match. Yeah. And they were given post-match, weren't it? Yeah, it was. It was. Um, so I don't know why it, they do it. It just seems to create a, a potential division in when you're not winning games. Yeah, it does. It, it, it always it always surprised me that when when you've had a particularly bad Saturday afternoon, you know, at, at sort of 25 to 5 and you're 2-0 you down and you just want to go home and it's throwing it down the rain and freezing cold and you're looking like you're going to concede a third and we come up with some man at match. It's like, what the, I, I, I am so not interested in who's man at match. <laughs> um, and, and it, but it does create that sort of that's that sort of reaction yesterday, but that, that I mean for me that that was another Zach Viner moment for me yeah. yesterday, um, and and I find it abhorrent. I really do, and, and I'm disgusted to be associated with that sort of reaction. I, I, I genuinely I've, am. I've always hated Man of the Match because why do you always have to give it to the home team? Because then Morton, he why didn't he get it? Because he was the best player on the pitch. Everyone in the stand, everyone in the stadium, everyone in Rotherham knows he was the best player on the pitch yesterday. So what's the point in giving it Ben Wilde? Why can't we just give it him? It's, 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 because, yeah. it's because the sponsor has given the club money so yeah, to, yeah. to sponsor it, so the club is obliged to do it. And they pick the home... <clears throat> like, can you imagine how bad it would be if, I don't know, like the, the PA Entertainment sponsored man of the match goes to Callum Morton from Fleetwood when it's a... Rotherham's game and they've paid Rotherham mm. to make the announcement. It's like they also, yeah, hand, they also hand over the thing, aren't they? And they can't hand it yeah. over to the away player. <clears throat> yeah, and they, they do that in the executive box with, with the people who pay money to the club. Mm. Um, but, but yeah, yeah, you're right. It, it, it can cause decisions as the sponsor man of the match, and you, usually it's different to on Twitter anyway. Yes, yeah. you know, it's like the the sponsor man of the match is Ben Wiles, but on Twitter they think it's Michael Smith. Yeah. You know, it's very rarely, well, correct me if I'm wrong, anybody listening or watching, but it's very rarely the same person. But, very rare. Yeah. That's why when we first started doing this, we started doing the banner match polls on Twitter because the ones that picked at match were so wrong. But then the clubs obviously started doing the poll, which I think is a, a better way of doing it. A um, couple more positives. There are a couple of positives uh, to pick from yesterday. Not many, but there are some. Number one, and potentially the most important, we kicked off at three o'clock. Um, <laughs> unbelievable. I mean, we, we we got in there at half two, and the queues were massive. So people have clearly got in there thirty early. Danny, you getting and you getting a bit late. And that's what we are. Did you, you get in all right? Yeah, I, I got in at about <clears throat> about quarter, uh, quarter to well, about ten to three. The only reason I got in so uh, all right was because they've unlocked the turnstiles, and someone stood outside ready to scan your card or, mm. or your ticket. So you're right in a queue. Dip, 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 right, you can just go in. Yeah. So, so they've they've just took took away the machine element because I, I I do think it is a little bit to do with the machines and a little bit to do with mm-hmm. fans operating the new machine because there's now two systems to do it. But it's the, the it's the machines, Danny. Mm. But uh, yeah, now, now, now that they've took rid of them and just someone going around scanning them, we're getting yeah. just fine. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yesterday when I went in, I, I've got in no problem all season. Yeah, Everybody in front sense. of me went through the, the, the turnstiles, no problem. I got there, put my thing in, refused to let me in. It went red, that way. it. So it's got to be the machine. My ticket works fine. It's worked fine for five games. Everybody else in front of me, his ticket worked fine. Mine didn't. And then they just let everybody in behind us. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's, it's the machines. I think it's because the machines time out. At a certain time, they just time out. Mm. And I don't think they're calibrated properly. Just it, it, yeah. it, I'm, I'm talking nonsense because I think I understand it, but I don't. But <laughs> yeah, it, it, yeah, yeah. It, it, it must be something to do with the calibration. Like some team machines will be calibrated to time out at quarter to three, and some it's quarter past three. So I don't know. Yeah. Um, if you haven't read the match report, go on our website, newyorktalk.co.uk. We had a match review, our first match review from Dylan Kearsley. Apologies if I've got your name wrong. Um, he's made his debut for our website. So if you want to go and have a look at the match report, go and have a look up there. Um, he, gave, he gave Danny a nice nice day off so then I can have a nice yes. couple of quiet beers <laughs> <laughs> um, so and the, the final point I want to make is the penalty Ben um, I've seen it back it's not a penalty what's he give it for the woody thing Geo one I think that's it all to be honest yeah it's a pullback um, on Geo I think he's give it for 
It's very, very. If, if it's a penalty, it's so soft. <laughs> I mean, it kind of just. I mean, it just shows how bad we were to score from a penalty that wasn't a penalty. Uh, but it makes yeah. up for last season. Penalties that we should have, uh, should have had last season. Uh, let's move on. Lincoln City on Tuesday night. Um, it's going to be tough. It's going to be very, very tough. I'm going to start with something from Twitter. Neil Richardson is a scout who watches a lot of local former Rodham play, obviously. Um, he tweeted last night that he just got back from the Cambridge game and he said that Lincoln off, uh, Lincoln's performance was brilliant and one of the most complete performances he's seen at that level in a long time. From a, from a, player, from a guy who goes to watch a lot of League One games, that was a very much a concern for me. Um... Mick, this is if we thought we thought Fleetwood might might be a, a middling test. This is a proper test. Lincoln are a proper team. Michael Appleton's got them well drilled. It's going to be you a tough, tough game. Choose woman. Another sixteen. Right, let's not get bogged down in, in, in little details like that. Then the what? You know, let, let's go. Let's not get bogged down in little details like the league position. Let's just let's got just seven points. I mean, they made, they, I mean, they made play. They got to play a final last year. Is what is. Sort of what I'm going off, Ben. He's, you know, not just fat. We don't. You can't judge the table right now for me. Well, we were in championship last last season and almost stayed in it. So that says we're pretty good. To, we we should be able to be this level. Things, no, you can't. You can't judge it from last year because things change mm. from year to year. I, this is going to be a hard. You didn't ask me, but it's going to be a hard game. <laughs> what is? Gonna, but what's going to be an easy game? Win League One. Yeah. You know, we're not playing Sunday League, so every single game is going to be hard. Um, but that's why you play football. If it was easy, it'd be boring. Listen, Paul Warren's going to go to go to Sinsel Bank on Tuesday night, and he's going to get a reaction from his players because because of the performance that they put in on Saturday. He will get a reaction. Lincoln City are a League One t- side, as are we, you know, and they're a League One side for a reason. They didn't get out of champion into Championship last season because they weren't good enough. We didn't stay in there because we weren't good enough. They're, they're, they're not streets ahead of us uh, by any stretch of the imagination. We've had a we had a bad game. We had a bad day yesterday. That's it. It's, it was a bad day. We'll get a reaction on Tuesday. I mean, I, I, let's not start with with you know. Oh, we've lost a game, so that's it. End of season. You know, we're all going to go down, and we're just never going to win another game. And I think everybody should be sacked, and we should change formation to 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 one eleven. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just absolute well, one tenth of it. Well, no, one eleven. Let's let's play an extra player and all. You know, it's just come on. We will get a reaction on Tuesday night. Yeah, it'll be a tough game. Every single game this season will be a tough game. But yeah, I'm sure he has got him well drilled. And, and Neil Richardson knows his stuff. We know that. Uh, but Neil Richardson weren't at Donny the other night when we when we absolutely took him apart. And 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 yeah, well, I'm sure. All the all the flipping millennials will be sat here saying, "Yeah, but Donny a crap then when the game all season." They're not a crap side. They are not a bad side. They are missing a couple of players. And mark my words, if they get those players in, they will turn it around. So we took them apart the other night. It wasn't because they were bad or because we were excellent. It's just because we've had one bad game. Let's not start running around waving his hands in air, panicking and screaming and crying like babies. Yeah, but the the issue was that most of the players that took Donny apart didn't play on didn't play on Saturday. So the middle. So it's difficult, difficult to compare them. But yeah, that's when it's difficult to compare the two games because there were so many different players. Yeah, but those players haven't played for the rest of the season either when we've been doing all right because they're yeah, not considered yeah, yeah. to be as good as the first team that we put out yesterday mm. that played crap. Yeah. But people have a bad day, don't they? And, and they had a bad day yesterday. All eleven. Yeah. Well, I'm going to give some stats, Mick, because I know you like this bit. Mm. Um, we have an, we have an incredible record. Our, our record against Lincoln is the best record we have against anybody. We beat Lincoln fifty times in ninety-seven games, which is the most we've beaten any team in our in our history. Um, the last win there was the one-nil win with Matt Crooks as header uh, in twenty twenty. Just it was very very shortly before lockdown. Um, mm. It was one of the last few games before lockdown. Um, our overall record against Lincoln in recent history is pretty good. Only one defeat in 11 league games. And we only have one defeat in our last 12 at Sinsel Bank. That dates back to the mid-90s. Um, let's bring back to... Oh, yeah, definitely <laughs> another 1-0 now. Um, bring it back to modern day, Danny. What are you doing for Saturday, for Tuesday, sorry, because 
we, we saw Tuesday last week and it was amazing. We then made changes back to the normal league game for Saturday, which didn't quite work out. If you're Paul Warren, let's assume we're going to stick 3 5 2, because we probably are. How many changes are you making from Saturday back to the Tuesday performance? Um, I think it's depend depending on whether he wants to still play Sadlier on the left hand side, <clears throat> because yeah, yeah, yesterday did it, did expose us out wide, and I think it's because we had Sadlier there and not Matic. Like Matic's not a wing back either, but at least he's a bit more defensive minded. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, you, you you make a couple changes. Like you could say that Woody might not play because he's might have a bit of a calf issue. So then you could bring Edmonds Green in. Um, I wouldn't change the formation or anything. I think we need to stick with what we know and what we've trained with. for <laughs> that We've been playing since we played Parkgate. We've been playing 3-5-2. So mm. I'd stick with that. And might make a couple of changes, like maybe rotate midfield and bring Barlazer in to start. We might give Grigger start because he's... You know, it, it didn't play for long on Saturday, so you might start Tuesday. But I, I don't know. I think the the main thing that <clears throat> Warner needs to concentrate on is getting them up for it, because guaranteed after Saturday the heads will have gone down. You know, you, you can you could see it before the end of the game the heads were down because they they had no answers at all. So, and a lot of people are saying, well, Warner needs to. <clears throat> Proper, um, proper have a go at him in the dressing room. I don't think he does. I think he needs to bring them all in Monday and just go, right, we've had a stinker, but we need to go again Tuesday. And then just train on and then just show them where they went wrong. But that's what I'd do if I were a manager. I'd show them where they've gone wrong and then show them how to do it correctly in training. And then you get that reaction on Tuesday, like, right, we know what went wrong. We know how to get round it now. But... No, knowing that, knowing that, look, history's on our side, like it was with Fleetwood, and we'll lose one now. Or Lincoln will absolutely batter us. But it's important to get your players together and show them how to do it correctly and not let them disappear into that little thing of, like with Ben Wales, or they've booed me because I won't man at match. Or, you know, <clears throat> apologies to Freddie, but fans getting on at him for having a stinker of a shot. They need to concentrate on what they're own doing and then go, right, we need to show them what we can do. Mm. It, for me, for me, the, t- the tactics work when the mentality works. If you're mentally there, it works, like with Doncaster and and then Doncaster again. Um, but if if your heads have dropped, then it sort of falls apart. And I think the thing that made it fall apart Saturday was their free kick. You know, like it, that's when you could see all players go, "It's not our day." They've pulled that off. It's not our day. But you can't think like that. On Tuesday, like Mick says, we need we need to get a reaction, and I think we will because Warney will go, "Let's show him." Show them how we can play. It's like when we played Wigan. Um, not sorry, when we played um, Chef Wednesday. Got the reaction straight away week after by beating Donny, and then we beat him again. And I said this to a few of my mates. This result could be the thing that makes us, like, Shekhar sends down and go, right, let's kick on. It happens every single season. We have that one game that rattles us, mm. and then we kick on. Usually it happens about November, December time, but if mm. it's happened earlier, it might make us kick on a bit better. And mm. that, that could be Tuesday. Tuesday could be the res- the uh, the reaction we need to kick on a bit and start yeah. winning games by a few goals rather than by one or two. Mm. Yeah, it makes a good point there, Ben. What one came out yesterday and said that he didn't he didn't defend the players in the slightest. He came out and sort of didn't criticise them, but openly said it was the worst performance of the season so far. And in a way, that's a positive. Paul Warren's not sort of hide. It's looking at something and saying, "Yeah, I think we did all right." This and other, he can see the problem. So it's good that he can use that he's been able to see that use that and improve upon it. it i think reading to the media is, is is a very dangerous game because certain people nearly everyone says the opposite because why would they tell the media the truth i feel we've had this because, conversation before yeah we have <laughs> I, I, yeah. I, I don't I, I don't i won't read too much into the media because he's going to give a football manager answer Generic answer that doesn't give too much away, or either use it smart and have a go at the players. He's using, I think he's used that tactically to have a go at the players indirectly. Uh, I think that's probably what they need. Not speaking from experience, like I'm not a football manager, but 
it's gonna be interesting to see how it is. Uh, I wish I was in the. I wish, obviously, I wish, but I, I, I wish it, I want to see what it's like in the dressing room. I want to see how he's like after a loss like that. Is he making the money in hill sprints or is he a comfort guy? Do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. I, I suspect he's a comfort guy. I can't, I can't see him being Steve Evans and but, ordering him at seven o'clock the following day. Seven o'clock's not that early, but um, it is when people <laughs> live hours away. Don't get him going. Uh, well, yeah, it's, it's not, but whatever. Depends if you fall, <laughs> then yeah, that's early. But no, uh, but yeah, uh, yeah. What was the question? <laughs> uh, I can't remember now, mate. You babbled on for that long. I've completely forgot what I asked you. Um, yeah. Okay. You'll miss hey, this game, Ben. I thought. I thought. I thought. I'll, I'll, I'll let everybody know you're going to no, be, be, yeah. be in London, and you're obviously going to miss this game, which is unfortunate for you. Yeah. So when we do when we do the, the episode on Friday, Ben will be. We'll talk about highlights, I suppose, Ben. Well, yeah. I mean, I've got. Yeah, I don't. I don't have time to do it. To be honest, I've got training this week now. I mean, highlights literally last three minutes. Yeah, I mean to do the podcast. Oh, all right. We'll find find somebody else. Don't worry about it, mate. Get Woody back in. Yeah. <laughs> So, what are your thoughts on the Fleetwood game? <laughs> yeah, uh, I think Dan Barley is a. We've got to talk about him because because he was superb on Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. For me, when he came on on Saturday, I, I was. He, he just comes and gets the ball, and that's one of the things we miss. We miss somebody dropping in. All right, it didn't always work, and because yeah. the midfield had changed, he didn't have a short pass going forward. But he was always looking for that option, and we need that. So, for me, he's got to start on Tuesday. Yeah, I agree. But. Who are you taking out? That's the question, isn't it? Um, any of the other three. I don't have an issue. <laughs> well, I, don't, I genuinely, I don't have an issue. Um, uh, I, you know, I, I'll, I'll, I'll drop any of, the, any of the others. Possibly Lindsay, to be honest, um, because I think what I think Ben Wiles can do the job that Lindsay can do. I think Rathbone can do the job that Lindsay does. No, I don't. We're, we're not. There's nobody in this division that can do the job that Dan Barley does. Uh, nobody even close, probably nobody even in championship that I'm sure there will be, but there's not many that can do it to the level that he can do it. So we've tried it, we've tried it without him, and yesterday certainly didn't work. So there's got to be some sort of uh, not only reaction on the pitch but off the pitch as well from the management team in terms of in terms of selection. I think I think you're right, Gambales has to play for me because I think he's just. It's just an absolutely pivotal player, yeah. and particularly if you're going to start putting Will Grigg up there. You know, mm. if if Will Grigg plays as well, um, the, the the ability that Dan Barley's has got to, to 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 ping that ball onto a sixpence from from sixty yards. You know what I mean? Sorry, onto a one pay piece because we don't have sixpences anymore. Nobody, people won't know what that is, will they? You know what I mean? Thrums. I, 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 I have heard that before. Not Tanner. You've heard that saying before. I have heard that one. Yeah. Wow. I've got one. I feel <laughs> I feel complete now. <laughs> <laughs> um, ref watch is Peter Wright, um, not the Scottish Darts player. Oh. Um, with his funny hair. Um, he last refereed us in 2019. Uh, the two-two draw against Fleetwood when we had all the illnesses and stuff. That was his last game he refed us. Uh, I don't really, I don't remember any decisions from that day, which is a good thing from a referee's point of view, I suppose. Um, w- there's a question mark over Woody, Danny. Um, will he play? Will he not? If there's any slight issues, I think that they won't play him. Um, that, is that a big loss? We looked. I know we know Fleetwood weren't attacking that much when he came off because they were ahead of the head in the game. But Reg came in, looked pretty good. He looked solid in the centre of the three. Is that not the end of the world? I suppose I'm going to try to ask. <clears throat> no, I don't think so. It's like Woody said to us on the podcast, Icky is a very capable leader when he's not on the pitch. So I don't think it'll be an issue with um, <clears throat> the captain's gone because we've got a very good back uh, vice-captain. <clears throat> like I say, Reg came in and played really well. So I don't think it'll be a major issue, but I think if Woods <clears throat> comes out, yes, we do leave, uh, lose a little bit of that um, old head in defence, if you like, who, who knows his stuff. But with Reggie brings the more athleticism and, and youth to it, if you like, and mm. that drive to impress not not just for us but for his parent club as well. So I don't I don't think it'll be a major issue, personally. Mm. Um and just to 
just to have a last words on the Fleetwood game, at least it wasn't the worst result of the day, not even in our division, because I still can't believe this. Bolton smacked Ipswich 5-2. It's mad, though, isn't so, it? Isn't it? It's absolutely so crazy. On Saturday. It's like Sheffield United smacking six, uh, smacking mm. Peterborough for six. I mean, there's no special beating Peterborough by four at home because we've done it. Yeah, um, it? yeah but it, it was, yesterday were a strange day. Like Sheffield Wednesday losing three and out to Plymouth. Mm. I think it was just one of them, one of them days where goals were flying in everywhere, and we were just on the wrong side of it. Yeah, but that's it. And we, we if we win on Tuesday night. Depending on how many goals we win by, we're back. If we win, we're back in playoffs. And again, it's it will be seven games in. It's too early to say, but that quite ends up back down again, doesn't it? I know. I know if we lose, we're then three points of the players. But people look. People like looking at the table at this stage of the season. I, I don't think that's advisable, but people do, and I, I sort of get that. If 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 we go back, if we win on Tuesday, we're back three points off top. And it's all about staying in touch, and it? it's all about making sure you're not getting too far away. Uh, amazingly, Sunderland have had a good start, which you don't normally see um interesting um so thank you all for listening if you got anything else you want to mention you know the wind just gripes moans like like you were saying with the the table a lot of people don't look at it until we're 10 games in and Mm. this league's going to be so tight like we were we were third at half time and and, and by (laughs) full time we were 13th you know Mm. so well, yeah, I, I agree. You can't be looking at the table now. Maybe after 10 games, but not now. Don't, don't really matter. Just focus on the game in front of you and win it. Yeah, 100%. Mick, any other winters you've got? No. No, I don't, I don't want to get involved, mate. I just find it so frustrating and horrible. I do, honestly. You know what? I find... I mean, I don't like losing. I obviously don't like losing. But... Yeah, exactly. But But... but what I dread more than anything else is having to having my phone pinging with just utter drivel on it every time we lose. It's just horrible. I hate it. I know I shouldn't, but people are just maybe it's my generation where I go back to generational thing. I don't know, but I hate it just it absolutely. Maybe you should just, turn your phone off. Yeah, I know. Mm. I know. But you know, you get to a point, don't you, and you think, oh, I'll just have a quick look, see if the See if it's all died down and there's all, you know, I mean, and then all of a sudden somebody pops up with some other stupid comment. It's what, like, well, it's the worst worst team we've had in the last 30 years, is what I've seen. Your son came home yesterday and said it was the worst game of football he's ever seen. Not, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, but he's your family. Yeah, but he is the typical <laughs> yeah. millennial. Can we just say that right now? Yeah, that's true. That is true. <laughs> and like I said, I, I apologise for that. That's not <laughs> I, I, from a generational point of view, rather than me, because that's not the. You know what I mean? But right. but you're right. Absolutely, he's grown up in the. You know, at school, you'll get a medal for turning up with your shoes on the right feet, like I said earlier on. You get a, a medal for. For turning up at football training, you get a medal for this, you get a medal for that. You never lost. You never lost a game of football. Yeah, all right, other team might have scored more goals than you, but that, that's irrelevant. You know, it's all it's you, all you, about you, the you taking part. part. You took yeah, you took part. So you it's all about the taking there, part. And, and we didn't even lose yesterday. To be honest, we didn't even lose yesterday, did we? Because they all took part. Yeah, so, exactly. Everybody were a winner. Man, it? Yeah, it's scored on man, isn't it? Anyway. Anyway. But, but that's the point, isn't it? I don't know. Anyway, but you're right. That is exactly <laughs> the point. Okay. So, thank you all for listening to Mick's rant uh, and the rest <laughs> of the episode as well. Uh, we do really appreciate you being with us. Um, if you're on YouTube, do subscribe and same on iTunes, Spotify, please subscribe as well. Uh, shout out to Luke um, on Twitter who bought the by the Bannon shirt uh, that was passed over. It's finally out of Mick's house, which he's very pleased about. Yes. Um, 817 quid, Mick. So far. And so far. So far. Uh, uh, the just giving page will be still open. Sorry. Yeah. Um, so keep an eye out for that. And then we've got a few other things in the pipe where we want to raise some more money from hospice, like other people do, wherever we can. It's, it's obviously a great cause. Um, keep an eye out on Monday night. We will be doing the scouting report. I'm letting Danny and Mick know now. We're doing the scouting report at half past seven with the Stacey West blog, who are Lincoln, Lincoln City blog. They'll be joining us to talk us through. Michael Appleton's Lincoln City, so they can tell us what to expect. That'll be live on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, as it always is. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, my Danny's match day vlog will be up probably Monday, Danny. 
Uh, yeah, I'm going to get on that when we finish recording this. Fantastic. Uh, ben will probably not be with us for Thursday, as he mentions, but uh, back with us next Sunday, next Monday, sorry, uh, for the next episode where we oh, don't I... have a midweek game next week. Oh, for God's sake. I don't, know, I don't think I will because I've got a game in Leeds, so I doubt I will. All right, well, I'm finding a semi permanent replacement for Ben, don't worry, guys. <laughs> uh, so thank you all for listening. I hope we've not whinged and moaned too much. Um, we've tried to make it as positive as we can, but it's been very difficult after Saturday performance. Uh, last we're back back for Monday night for the Sky Report for Lincoln City. We'll then be back on Friday morning for the review of the Lincoln game at looking at the Bolton. And we'll try and get a Sky Report in for Bolton Wanderers as well, hopefully, if we can as well. Uh, Danny, it's been a pleasure to have you with us today, mate. Yep, pleasure as always for me too, even though it's been a bit of a depressing one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ben, it's always a pleasure to speak to you. Thank you. <laughs> and Mick, you're always here, so... Yeah, well... My, my, my load's a little bit lighter now after uh, after this hour, so. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we'll see you all very, very soon. Thank you for listening watching, and watching. See you very soon. Thank you very much. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.